tells us that the third quality that Hashem has, besides for kindness, mercy and compassion, and knowledge, Hashem has power. Ki aboyre yizborach chazak mikol chazak. Hashem is more powerful than any power in the world. <coughs> it means Hashem may, might have the most compassion for you. And he knows exactly the best way of how to take care of you. But perhaps there are some things that are too difficult for him to do. You know, you maybe you may have somebody who's very your mother may be very compassionate for you, and she may be very knowledgeable, but she's not capable of carrying out what she would like to do. So there is nothing that could oppose the will of Hashem. Udvaroi nigzar mikol dover. His word is more absolute than any other decree. Ve'ein meishiv es dinoi. And there is no one that could reverse and challenge his decision. Like it says, Kol asher chafetz Hashem osa. Whatever Hashem desires, He does. And since He's full of compassion, and He's full of knowledge, He can be sure that if He wants to carry out his will is nothing that's going to stop. You have to think about that. Because I believe that many of us, if we were in a situation where somebody gave you a choice, and said to you, I love you, I care for you, I know what's best for you. And I'm going to do for you X, Y, Z. And the the other option is, I'd rather go with Hashem. I'd rather go with Hashem and rely on Him. I'm not sure a lot of people would go with Hashem. Let's say Mendy Klein would come to me and say, Rabbi Bragg, I had a dream last night and I decided I'm going to make you one of the happiest rabbis in this city. Is there anything you would like? Anything you please, I'll give you whatever you want. And I'm a pretty capable guy. But I decline and say, thank you very much, but I'd go, I'd rather go with Hashem. It's a tough question. 
Now, my Rebbe's father faced this question. He had this dilemma. He had a koilul to support. And he had a koilul to give them money every month. And every single month, the briskarov had to hope the money, he had to come up with the money on Reish He never paid late. He paid in cash. And every month was a new Geschichte. A new uh, struggle. So one time a rich fellow from Brisk came to him and he heard that the Brisk is every Chaydish to get the money. So he came and he said, Deb, I'm taking care of it for you from now on. I'm going to put I think 30,000 liras, about the thousands of liras, tens of thousands of liras in the bank and we're going to make a fund and you're going to be funded from the interest of that money and your worries are over. This girl refused. When they asked him why, he said, I'm getting the money either way. If I get it from you, I forfeit my mitzvah bitach. If I don't get it from you, so every month, I face the challenge of Bitochen and Hashem. I'll take that any day. The Biskarov had to have no suffix that Hashem was going to give him the money. He didn't lose any sleep over it. I don't say, I'm not saying that he didn't say, you know, we have to, it's getting close to Rishchidosh, but that's from the guilt. I'm sure he said that. And I'm sure if came ever didn't have the money, he went and he borrowed the money. But to him, if I have a choice to get it from Mr. Aisha or from Hashem, based on Bitochen law. Now I'm sure all of us would become big London. We would say, Maybe Hashem sent it to you in this way, and if you don't take it, you're for free your money. When Hashem gives you money, you throw it in the street. Hashem has given it to me this way, as in his sign. That's a test. Test of bitachin. Am I willing to forfeit my bitachin? To have cash in the hand, or do I want to have? Do I understand? To the briskarov, that's how it was. Possibly, it was something else. Also, let's say a guy would come to you and say that he made a cheshbon. He's a ten-year-old boy. He said I made a cheshbon that the next year. You're going to need, you're going to eat 30 dozen eggs, and you're going to need 100 pounds of meat. So I'm going to deliver to you tomorrow 100 pounds of meat and 30 dozen eggs. I think most people look at you cross-eyed, 
and say, my mother's going to give it to me. I don't want, I don't want, don't you want to have it for sure? You can have it, you put it in the freezer, you have the 30,000, what's your favorite meat? Keep, you don't know what your favorite meat is? You like steaks? You like steaks? Self magic, I tell you, I'll send you 100 steaks. You say, no, my mother will give me the steaks. But it was Hashem was his mother. Who wants the storage? Figure out where to store a hundred pounds of meat and thirty dozen eggs for next year. I have it in my pocket. It's because what, 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 what should I worry about that? If Hashem's giving it to me and there's a avoided involved, if I take it from the hand of Hashem, it mamish enhances my avoidance Hashem. It's weird. Uh, uh, we just said now there's no there's not much of anything to the conversation not, just trying to understand what he says and what the nafka means well if you're forfeiting your mitzvah bitachin if you need today 30 dozen eggs let's say a guy's having a yeshiva and he's making lunch and he needs 30 dozen eggs and the guy who's come to you and says here I have a box of 30 dozen eggs that he could use it he says, no, I'll be talking to Hashem. And you're a tepish. So Hashem's giving that to, that's Hashem sending you the 30,000 eggs. But if a guy is sending you eggs for who knows when, you don't need that. What's that for this? See, to me, you have to, you have to, you have to be macabre and understand it's a clear thing from Hashem that whenever you face such a thing, if a guy would come to you today and say, I'm here to offer you $100,000. That's a simon from Hashem that Hashem was geyser on you $100,000. So it's like money in the bank. person never knows what, what was Hashem.